Sipping sports, we're almost to double digits. I know. Did you think we were gonna get it that far? I uh, no, I didn't know what to expect, but hey, we're rolling, we're figuring it out, and we're rolling. How many did you think we were gonna get? Truthfully, um, I guess I should say, I think we were gonna get to double digits, but I didn't think we were like, I think we've kind of caught the path, like, we've kind of have our rotation now and our agenda set, and had yeah. our first guest obviously last week, which was good. Yep, so yeah, but, I agree, yeah. I always knew that we were going to keep going. Just keep going? Yeah. <laughs> Think we're going to hit triple? Triple digits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we should definitely start thinking about what we want to do for number 100. Yeah? Because it's going to take that long to get... <laughs> for us, it's going to take that long to figure out, out something. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But what's on the docket today? Uh, Similar to kind of what we've been doing, I feel like we're getting kind of a good ro- roll going. Mm-hmm. So we got moment moment of the week, then we're going Minnesota Minute. Betting recap, that'll be quick because if anybody was watching, it was a pretty tough week for both of us. So nice and quick there. Beer and seltzer. Then we're doing an update on the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs. Give you guys a little bit of insight into what what we're seeing in both of those playoffs. And then a quick MLB update and then finishing with top five foods at a ballpark. Love it. Love it. Um yeah, so my uh, my week in sports moment, um, the Kentucky Derby. The rich, his name was Rich Strike. He had the odds of eighty to one, mm-hmm. which was the highest. Um, what's crazy is when I was reading about it, he wasn't even in the field until Friday when a horse got scratched. One point eight six million dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. And eighty he- to one odds. If you put a hundred bucks on him, you just won eight grand. Yeah. I mean, and the, I think I think people have probably seen the videos now, but they did like an aerial view of it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that jockey cool. deserves all the praise. That was insane. Yeah, I mean that was cool, and the call was just awesome too. And he comes out of nowhere, and it's like, whoa! I, know, I was trying to count the horses that he passed when the when that video starts. Yeah, and I my number got up to like sixteen. Oh, he was in like so. he was in second or third to last. Yeah, he was in the way back, and they actually point him out, and then all of a sudden you see him. The announcer is like, "Oh, it's the home stretch," and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's like he just yeah took off. I, it's like he hit like uh, what's that in cars? Like Nas yeah. hit the button, and he just was like, "Boom, yeah. I'm gone." It was crazy. Know. Pretty cool though. They had a cool. good uh, like a good flow to it. Mm-hmm. The horse was just like. Yeah, he just picked it up, which is crazy that he had that much speed at the end. I know a horse, some mm-hmm. horses do, but like that was crazy. Well, I do remember hearing the announcers say that the like this type of race and the the ground or whatever mm-hmm. it favors horses that uh, push late. Yeah, not like get out to a lead and hold it. They it favored the ones that push late, so that definitely held true. Yeah, no, that was crazy. I mean. I feel like also after watching some of these races and whatnot, it's like that looked like it was the best conditions. Usually I feel like it's always raining. It's yeah. always muddy. And it's like yeah. this one looked like it was pretty good conditions. Do you think, a beautiful day. Do you think that because the way that they put in the horses, it's mm-hmm. 1 in 10, 2 in 11, 3 in 12. Mm-hmm. And this horse was literally like the farthest outside. I think they were the last. The last one. Like yeah. way, way outside. Mm-hmm. Do you think that had any benefit to like not just sitting in the gate waiting for all the rest of the horses to go in and oh you're saying going. like they were the last so like they were just boom you were in you were ready to go instead of like being yeah, number one where you were sitting there forever yeah it was yeah. it was like horse two or three i think it was two that they had to get out mm-hmm. walk, do like a little circle and then yeah. get back in right. but since the winning horse was all the way on the outside, it was like the second to last horse that got in the gate. Got in, so it yeah. had the second shortest amount of time to sit there in the gate waiting. Just ready to roll. Yeah, yeah. I think that kind of does. I think you kind of, I mean, our local, when you go to like Canterbury, like you see those horses that get in there early and it just looks like they just are so antsy. Mm-hmm. And especially for a big race like this with a ton of horses, I have to imagine you got some kind of nerves even as the horse. And it's like, hey, I just want to get in and go. I mean, mm-hmm. could you imagine just sitting in there and just being like, mm, mm, mm. 
ready to go. It's like, yeah. no, you want to you wanna be like the last few and then go. Yeah, right. So, I agree. Hm. I think that kind of does. But I think it was just, it's kind of cool. I mean, it's exciting to watch some horse racing. The, the announcers are just electric. Too. Oh, yeah. You have to be. Otherwise, they're going to find somebody new. 100%. And the names are always funny, too. And, yeah, but of course. What do you got? Uh, mine has to do with the fight that was on Saturday. Dimitri, I don't even know how to say his name. Bivol? Yeah, Bivol, probably. Bivol. Yeah. Um, he beat Canelo Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Massive upset in the the fighting world because Canelo, I think if I I gotta check, he was minus five fifty as the favorite, mm-hmm. which is a very heavy favorite. Yeah, those are very good odds. Yeah, to win for sure. Yeah, and it seems like in fighting the odds are usually there's a pretty big difference between the favorite and the the underdog. underdog. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Bival was plus 400 in the latest one and then I mean, he just kind of dominated. Yeah, I mean from watching it from watching the highlights and stuff, just from the get-go it looked like he was just kind of in control and Oh, yeah. I mean, time. I don't watch a ton of boxing or like UFC and stuff, but like you can just kind of tell it kind of wore on Canelo and then all of a sudden it was like even at the end he was just kind of standing there and usually people are like oh they have they think it's Mm 50-50 or maybe they're trying to persuade him at the end I don't know how that works too but like he didn't even he was just kind of like well I think like he knew something was up yeah he must have not felt like himself I don't know it just every punch just seemed like it was like oh man it was just landing against him yeah Yeah. he just looked like he was getting dominated like you said well it was almost it was almost a two to one ratio of like strong shots that yeah. he landed. Yeah. And he's such, I mean, like like we said, I don't know a ton about boxing, but it's like a lot of technicality. Mm-hmm. And I think he obviously has the power too, but I think this was one of those fights where he was just overpowered and technically he was just getting smoked. Yeah. But yeah, that's a crazy, that is crazy. I mean, he's right. one of the top boxers in the world. Oh, 100%. Yeah, so. And just with name recognition, like Canelo Alvarez is boxing. pretty well known. Oh, very well known. Yeah, 100%. You know, so yeah. good for that guy. Um, so let's go. Minnesota Minute. Yep. All right. So uh, starting off Minnesota Minute, Twins have won their seven of the last nine this past weekend. They played Houston this week, and they play the Cleveland Guardians. Um, the Wild in the playoffs against the Blues, still rolling with that. Minnesota Lynx started off the year 0-2, but they play the Fever on Tuesday and the Sky on Saturday. Minnesota Loons, we haven't talked about them. They're our soccer team. They're 4-2-4, and four, so a total 14 points. Uh, they played Colorado yesterday on Wednesday. Minnesota Windchill, we got a message about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ultimate Frisbee team started up. They play at Concordia St. Paul. They lost the opener to the Union, but then they play the Dallas Union on Saturday. Uh, Minnesota Gopher Softball. And a huge series win against the top 10 Northwestern. Uh, Big 10 tournament for them is upcoming this weekend. Gopher Baseball won their series 2-1. I think you said it was their first series win. Of the year. Of the year against Nebraska. Well, like a a week or two ago, you said that they had only had two conference wins. So it's tough to get a series win. Yeah, you doubled your wins. Almost. Yeah, Yeah. so they play Indiana this upcoming weekend. St. Thomas Baseball uh, went 1-2 against Oral Roberts. They play SDSU this upcoming weekend. And then lastly, St. Thomas Softball went 1-2 and two against NDSU, and they finished off their season. So that's the Minnesota Minute. It's crazy. Spring oh. sports are almost, I mean, they're ended. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is crazy. I mean, Big Ten tournament for softball. Gopher baseball, I think, has two more t- series, and then their Big Ten tournament. Oh, softball, their Big Ten tournament's coming This up. coming up weekend. Okay. Yeah, so they might play a game during the week just to prepare, but yeah, their mm-hmm. Big Ten tournament, their Big Ten's done. Okay. So... Thing. Yeah, I mean, you can think about Probably it. It's close. gonna be yeah. first week in May, graduation, all that stuff. So that's true. Yeah. Dang. Nice and quick. Yeah. Um. Well, that takes us to the betting recap. We'll make it quick here. So, for mine, oh, we'll just do mine first. Uh, NBA. I was one and seven, so obviously need to either pick that up or just shy away from it. NHL two and four. MLB three and three soccer one and zero oh, so I might have to find the early morning soccer games uh, for a total of seven and fourteen. Moving on, David was two and two in the NBA, two and eight in the NHL, two and four in the MLB, and zero oh and one in soccer for a total of six and fifteen. 
Yeah, it's bad. That's really bad. I mean, it's almost like it's a fade. <laughs> I mean, you might as well fade us <laughs> well, for that week. It's a new week, though. Hey, yeah, new I'll week. say this. I'll say this, too. We knew going into the playoffs it was going to be tougher. Mm-hmm. Um, we did say that. Yeah, we said, no, we prefaced that, and mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of these hockey games have been tougher. NHL or NBA playoffs have been tougher. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been a lot of games, though, like we've talked about, a few overs that are within one or two points. Yeah. And I think it's crazy now. It's like a lot of these NBA games, you look, the overs... I mean, all the unders are hitting for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a few games here and there with Golden State or whatever. But, I mean, we'll talk about the playoffs and stuff later. But even MLB, it's just kind of there's not really a team that wins by one, wants to win by more than one and a half runs when we pick them. Well, it seems like whenever we pick them, mm-hmm. because a three-game series to sweep a team... It's pretty tough. Pretty tough, yeah. regardless of who the, who it is. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like we're always picking the game that they, they don't, don't win. win. Yeah. yeah, Or the game, or it's they close. might win that game and it's by one run. Yeah. And we have them at minus one and a half, so mm-hmm. they have to win by two, but... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's just, I mean, it's a long season, so... But, but yeah, soccer's, soccer might be the new calling for you. Unfortunately, it's only once a week in MLS. Well, I think, yeah, I think uh, I was. Uh, let's see. I, I was, think you were all in. Oh, and two last week. <laughs> yeah, that's because you kind of got hurt with the LA team because they got a red card. But that's true. Um, but uh, we are both positive still. More wins than losses overall. Yeah, I think we're very similar. I think yeah. I have one more win than you, yeah. and one more push. Yeah, maybe. Yep. But one we're very more, close. We're getting to a hundred. This could time. be the week we get to a hundred. Hundred career. Be. Yeah, if not, we're going to have this same conversation yeah. <laughs> next week. But yeah, That's true. Yeah. But new week, new us. Oh, yeah. We're back. I mean, yeah, you can't win them all. No. I mean. All right. Um, beer and seltzer. Oh, yeah. So this is a big one. This was a highly recommended one. We talked about off air last. This is the High Noon. Vodka uh, Soto, obviously a lot of people have heard about them. Uh, the Black Cherry kind we're going to start with. But, and I said this off air, and I'll say it again. $25 for eight high noons. So these better be cream of the crops. A couple weeks ago, the beer that we had was 21 for four. Yeah. But there was, it was a 16-ouncer. Yeah, these ain't no 16-ounce. Oh, look at the color. That is lighter. It's very pink. It's pink. pink. Yeah. Which usually you don't have. Um... I find it funny that we keep doing these black cherry ones. Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I thought about that, but <laughs> I we're just getting the black cherries out of the way. We know you don't like them. Because every time we've done it, I've said, yeah, you know, black cherry. Yeah, yeah 100%. Well, hey, we got to start with this so we know. That's Compare true. all the black cherries and then go to the pineapples and then go to the whatever else. Um, the beer that we're going with is called Daisy Cutter Pale Ale. It's from... Half Acre Beer Company, which is in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago? Yep. Pale Ale. Yeah. Yep. What percent? Um, 5.2. 5. 5.2? 5. Mm-hmm. This is 4.5. But this... I believe this is the first seltzer that's not the beer base. Right? Oh. Do you want it? Is that true? Like, that's how it works, right? Yeah. Do you want to talk about that to the people? About what? That there's different versions. Of what? Of no. seltzers. Oh, seltzers. Yeah. Oh, so this is like a vodka soda. It says vodka and soda on it. So there are different kinds of seltzers. I think these ones... Are pretty new on the rack. Newer. Newer. Like in the last couple. In the last. Well, obviously, a lot of Barstool Sports promotes them all the time, and they have another one too. But I mean, I this is truthfully the first time I've ever actually ever bought high noons. Mm. I've had a few of them, but I, I've never bought them. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I just can't fathom that they have only. I've never had it, so this is the first time I've ever had. It. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they're. I mean, they're decent. I mean, they're. We'll see. So you have vodka-based seltzers, mm-hmm. and then what are the other kinds? If, or the other kind? Beer, like beer... Beer-ish-based. Like Bud Lights mm-hmm. and like Coronas and that are beer-ish-based mm-hmm. compared to vodka-based. Okay. 
So we'll see if you can taste the difference. Obviously, the color is different. I mean, it's the other ones have been white or it's clear. It's it's pink. Yeah, it's pink, but it's very see-through. Yeah. It smells good. I know you already hate it. Smells it's like fucking, black cherry. Yeah, black cherry. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Ooh, when it hits your tongue, it's got a lot more like carbonation to it. I feel like. Right. Right. It's like away. fizzy. Right away. That's what I'm saying. Right but, away. But then it wears off very quickly. It kind of tastes. I had a uh, like a. It's called a Mexican mule or, or basically a Moscow mule, but with tequila instead of vodka. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing where it has um, tequila and ginger soda and then a little lime. And it kind of does the same thing where it fizzes like right away and then it kind of dies off. Yeah. It's like once it first hits your mouth, it, it definitely has that fizz to it. But like you said, yeah, then it kind of, it goes away fast. Mm-hmm. But it, it does have some flavor to it, I think. Yeah, this one definitely has more flavor like when you're drinking it mm-hmm. compared to almost all of the other seltzers. Similar to the press, I think. It definitely had a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's way better than some of the other ones because the other ones are all about smell and then yeah. no taste. This one actually has. The other ones a seem like they kind of have smell. even. They have like a hint of flavor, the other ones. This yeah. one seems like it's more. Throughout cherry, black cherry based with like a little fizz on the side. So do you like that more than the no flavor? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So what's your what's your? Uh, well, you can give you a ranking, but what's your what's your dissatisfaction with black cherry? I just, just like, like other it? flavors better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this one isn't as. I don't know. It doesn't even taste as much like black cherry. It tastes more just like uh ripe cherry Mm -hmm. it doesn't have like the darkness to it yeah well i think with the other ones what's crazy is the other ones it seems like have like less flavor it's like like we just said like a hint of the flavor this one you could close your eyes and be like okay that's cherry i feel like some of the other ones it's like what is that flavor Mm -hmm. but yeah what do you think um i'll give it a Six nine. That's pretty good on your scales. Yeah. For a seltzer, yeah. I can't remember what I gave the press, but I, I think, think the press might have been in the sevens. Yes. Yeah. It was also our first one. I would say this one's just a little bit less from what I remember. Yeah. So tier one A. Yeah. I think they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think it's pretty good. I think I'll probably go I do like it more than most of the other ones, like the Trulies and all those, because I just do think it has a lot more flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you drank a lot of them with it being a vodka base, would that be hit you harder? I don't know, probably. Well, it's about the same percentage. Right? Yeah, it's 4.5, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say it's a flat 7. Okay. So that's my second best one. The Presto, I think, was a 7.2 for me, mm-hmm. which was our first one. But I do think the press still had the most flavor out of all of them. Yeah. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I do like, I don't. I think these are pretty good though. I think obviously it's pretty good. the other flavors will come around eventually in a few. Uh, mm-hmm. What do different. you remember the other flavors? Yeah, I think it was pineapple, watermelon, mm-hmm. and something else. I don't think it was mango though. Okay. I, I, I don't know if they have all their alternative packs too. Like all these have like right. different kinds. So this yeah. was just the... I think it was just the original. The regular pack. Eight pack, yeah. Gotcha. So, I think it was pretty good, though. That was pretty good. And this one's a Daisy Cutter. Daisy Cutter Pale Ale. I saw it. I liked the can. And I said, I want to get that one. Ooh. Ooh. It's a strong taste. It's a strong taste. Doesn't smell like it tastes. It's a pale ale. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How would you describe a pale ale? I just think it's like a lighter, um, like to me when it says pale ale, it's almost like it's like a lighter kind of beer where it just goes down easier, but then it's an ale, so it's not like a bush light or like a Miller light, which also probably will come on the show eventually. But um, 
I don't know. I like I'm, it. It's it's a brewery. It's a brewery. It's a I light brewery. Don't I don't know if those will come on. Here. <laughs> yeah, you never know. There's plenty of other options. Yeah, but I do think I do think it's pretty good. I actually do think it's pretty good. It's it's something I would consider ordering a pale ale. I just think when you see the word pale, it's more like it's like it's a lighter ale. Is that not accurate? I guess I don't know from my beer experience. Obviously, like a blonde is probably the lightest. Mm. It probably goes blonde, then pale. I would say that this one, I don't know. When I think of pale ales, I think of like uh, a regular ale, right? Mm. Like similar-ish to a lager almost. Okay. But then adding it to like a pale ale just seems like it's going to be drier in my mouth. Drier, okay. Yeah. So compared like to when like you're drinking it, is there just ales? Mm-hmm. So it's go. So there's like blonde ale. We've pale had a ale. couple. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is there like dark ales too? Is that a thing? Like yeah. a dark. Oh. What's it? What's I like? Think, what, what makes it an ale? Do you know? I think we had. I think the last one was an ale. That uh, cabin crusher. I believe that one was blonde an ale. ale. No, that was just a. It's just an ale. Yeah. What was uh so what like makes it so like what's an ale? Is it just how it's brewed? Probably. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I think on my brewery scale I would probably get one. I think I mean, no offense, Such, thanks for bringing the Axeman, but I would take this over the Axeman. So I would probably say this is probably a 6.6 for me. Right. right in the middle. So a pale ale is a type of beer that is brewed with mostly pale malts for a more equal malt to hop ratio. So it's literally how it's how it's brewed. What's mm-hmm. a blonde ale? Just how it, the, what it uses? Probably a lighter Mostly. roast. Ah, so it's kind of like coffee. Got the light roast, dark roast. It says the greater amount of pale malts cause the beer to have a lighter color and flavor. Oh, so that would make it more of a blonde ale then. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. 6.6 for me. I would get it from a brewery for sure. Mm. Lower temperatures for the blonde. It looks so like. it's all how they're brewed? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, I would say... Mm, I don't know. I don't know if this is my favorite one. Yeah. I would say it's... Uh, mm, a six one. I could drink it. Would you get it from a brewery? Um, usually I don't typically order pale ales. Yeah. But I would say if I ordered it, I would be able to drink it. Yeah. I just don't think I would get another one. Right. So it'd be something. It's like a one and done kind of. Yeah. It's not like it's like a one and you're like, oh my god, I gotta go get another one. It's like a one. It's like eh. yeah. It's not like a one take a sip and be like, okay, I can't drink this. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just gonna go get another one. It's more of a, eh, I think I could do better. Yeah. I'll finish it and then move on to go the back. next kind. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. That's more. So six one and six six. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Not terrible. No, I mean, I think, like you said, I think uh, looking at it like those, I mean, for the seltzer-wise, I know you don't like the black cherry, but that was one of your top. That was actually pretty, I mean, uh, it was, yeah, not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And then for that. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't, yeah. There you go. We got some good, we got some bad, that's good to hear. Boom. All right, uh, starting with the NBA, so we're going sport, run-through. Quick run-through. Yep. Yep. Uh, NBA playoffs, what are you seeing? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's um, a lot of these series are more are closer, I think, than people think. But I think with these, there's been some pretty key injuries that have kind of put dampers on teams. I mean, you look at like the 76ers when Embiid was hurt, no chance. They had no chance, and now he mm-hmm. comes back, and even if he's not the same guy, he still has that presence. Yeah, I think. And now it's unfortunately, but like for the Grizzlies, you have. John Morant, who got hurt. So it's like, yeah. how much is that going to affect them? And mm-hmm. I just think with all these injuries, you have teams like the Bucks, and injuries happen, and like Chris Middleton. It just seems like every team has a star that almost got hurt, or somebody that plays a big role that got hurt. But does it change mm-hmm. your does it change your thinking about who you think is going to take it home? I had Phoenix and who else? Phoenix and Milwaukee, I believe. Milwaukee. That was a long time ago. Yeah. 
honestly. But yeah, I had Phoenix and Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Golden State is looking strong. Yeah. And also, especially with Jaws injury, mm-hmm. that could get them to the next round a little quicker so then they have time to rest yeah. and wait for whoever comes out of the the Dallas Phoenix series. Yeah, which has turned into a very good series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think it's one of those things where I think when you look at that Dallas series or not the Dallas series, when you look at Golden State series, I think the one game or the game that they did win early Memphis, they just kind of they almost played bully ball and just kind of used their size more than Golden State cuz I think Golden State is a team that wants to play, wants to be a little smaller and they can just shoot the lights out. Mm-hmm. So it's like a team like Phoenix, when they go play Phoenix, is a little similar. Obviously, they have like DeAndre Ayton and JaVale McGee, but it's like they're more pure shooters too. Like Golden State can just, they can run up the score very easily. But I think when they face a team that has a pretty grinded out game, that, that makes it a little harder for them. I would say Phoenix is is more attacking matchups and finding like, pick and roll opportunities specifically with Chris Paul and then like playmaking off of that and mm-hmm. and having Devin Booker like Do catch and shoot, shoot and yeah. make plays off of that. And then you have Golden State who's more of just like pass and cut and constantly moving. Like right. that's their offensive style. Um yeah, they seem like they play a quick style too where they kind of want to get it up and go and then Oh, they just definitely. have great athletes, obviously, and great shooters. So Yeah, but I will say the one thing that I've noticed is it's very interesting mm-hmm. how the young stars like Luca and Ja are the guys who the other teams are targeting on defense. So, yeah. like, Golden State, they're specifically targeting Ja Morant, not as much as the Wolves, but, like, a little bit targeting him. Phoenix, they're trying to put Luka as the main defender. And whether that's to tire him out or whether that's to because he's such a poor defender, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty interesting that that it that's the person that they're attacking on defense. Yeah, and I think you start to see that too. Like teams do start to just zone in on that. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I mean, with Luka, it's kind of crazy. And I mean, Jaws similar to it, but... With this injury, we'll see how much... Oh, Jaws terrible defender. Oh, he doesn't play defense. Yeah. He just doesn't, and then whenever somebody scores on him, he kind of does the same thing as Luca. They let a guy score, and it's like, that was 100% their fault, and they just kind of put their hands up like, where's the rest of my team? It's like, <laughs> what do you mean, where's the rest of your team? But I think it's a good... I don't think it's a bad plan. I think it's... I mean, when you take Luca out, Luca's a triple-double almost every game. Like, he potentially... He has the ability. Right. And so it's just one of those things where I think... It's it's a pretty good game plan when you ask me. And like Ja, it's just crazy like watching him play. He he like will drive, kick it back out, get it right back, and then just go full head of steam and he'll just make the move. It's almost similar to a smaller Giannis in the way. He's been getting way too many foul calls. Oh, he did that against the Timberwolves, so we don't even talk about that. I mean it's crazy. It's the same thing. It's it's almost like you watch Giannis and I get there getting hacked, but like what do you want a guy who's full steam at me if I'm a defender? What am I supposed to do? I mean, just get, take it. I can't just keep taking it every time. Get out of the way. Yeah, but if I get out of the way, it's an easy bucket. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, it is like you look at that. It's like Jaw will drive to the lane. If he doesn't make the shot, two seconds later, it'll be like, oh, foul. Yeah, it's like no, wait, 100%. wait, 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 what? Yeah, but I don't know. I think I think the Suns have looked just as good as people thought. I think uh, you have an interesting series with Boston and the no, Bucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think there are. I mean, a lot of these series, I think. None of them are blowouts. I mean, Golden State no. could become without this with Ja injury, but yeah, they were they the the Grizzlies were decent without Ja when he was out. They went on a little run streak during the regular season. Granted, it's the regular season. Yeah, regular season way different. You need your stars in the playoffs. Oh, 100 percent. I think Dallas has surprised me by keeping it a little closer than I would have thought with Phoenix. Yeah. Um. You think the home ice plays a big part? The home court. Home court. Mm-hmm. I mean, not in the home ice. What the <laughs> hell? I got two. I my um, it seems like it because yeah. Dallas won both at home. Philadelphia won both at home, um, yeah. which means that Phoenix and Miami also both won both at home. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it seems like it makes somewhat of a difference. Yeah. And I mean, I think it always, I mean, obviously you're playing in front of your own home fans. Like you have the momentum sometimes, but it's just, I just feel like sometimes like the good teams, they can just close that out and be like, Hey, we're, it's basketball. Yeah. I mean, the, the name of the game is steal at least one on the road Yep, and then should be okay. Right. You know, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's, it should be interesting. It's fun to watch, at least. I mean, it is fun to watch. It seems... Most of the games have been close. Very close, yeah, obviously. There's a couple so. of blowouts with the Warriors, specifically. but Yeah, but I just think, like you said, it is close, and most series are very close. So it's just one of those things where it's like it could go either way. Yeah. But Yeah. It's fun? Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on NBA? Are you good to go? NBA, I'm good. Okay. NHL is fine. All right, let's go. NHL, what are you seeing? Um, I think the NHL is... Well, if we're going to talk first on just the betting side of things, I think it's hard. I mean, a lot of these teams, like the Colorado Avalanche, are as advertised. They're so good. Mm-hmm. They're dominant. I think, like, you kind of look and... Well, a that's lot the of these only series, series are, that's, like... 3 out. Well, it's dominant. Yeah, 100%. All the rest of them are close. 100%. And I think that's the thing is, like, they are at, at as advertised. But I think when you kind of look at it, like, these other series with, like, Capitals the Capitals and the Panthers, like like you said, if you can steal one, mm-hmm. it, it's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's ginormous. And I think you look at even the Wild, who unfortunately gave one up at home, and then they stole one on the road. Yeah. Where it's just like, I mean, if you can do that and you can kind of even it up or get back to it, obviously you want to play your best at home and stuff. But I don't know. And then, I mean, I still think, obviously, that I mean, my pick with the Avalanche going to the... Looking pretty good. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> they are so dominant. and But, I mean, there's a lot of good series, like you said. I mean, a lot of... There's just so much young talent. And mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, you look at that Calgary Flames versus the Stars, Dallas Stars, and I think uh, our NHL guy, Josh, Josh Succi, mentioned it. Dallas has a great goalie. Mm-hmm. And they've been able to hold the, hold the team to like one or two goals a game. Yeah, I mean, it's that pretty series hard. has been way more low scoring than 100%. other ones. It's crazy. I mean, a lot of these series, at least one of the games, a team seems like they score almost seven goals. Yeah. Granted, do, we've talked do about... You wanna, well, tell, tell the people why that's happening. I mean, you might see higher scores because... Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where it makes sense in the sense of like you're playing... I mean, you don't care. So like a lot of the times, like we talked about, you're playing... you pull your goalie with five minutes left or four minutes left down by one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, then they score. Or down two. Or already down two. But then it's like, even if you're down one, you pull your goalie, now you're down two. And maybe with a minute left, you pull them again. Because mm-hmm. what do you have to lose? I mean, there's truly nothing to lose. Right. And so I think that is why a lot of these scores have been higher. Yeah, there's been a lot of like 7-2, seven, 7-3, seven, 6-2 yeah, scores. Crazy. Crazy. Because of that, they're up. The one team's up two, and then the other team knows they have to get something going early, mm-hmm. and they at six minutes or or so they yeah. pull their goalie for the first time, and then if the other team scores an empty netter, well now it's a three goal game versus a two goal game, and then they might do it again, or they might just let it ride out and right. it's six three or seven three and. And the score makes it look like it wasn't close, but in reality, it was only it was a two goal game or a one goal game, and then, and then they weren't able to to yeah. score. I think there's only the been so far maybe a handful, maybe one or two games that have gone to overtime. Yeah, not I mean, a lot. There was that first one of the the Penguins Rangers that went to triple oh, overtime. Triple. I think. Yep, and then I but, think uh, uh, Florida had one. No, not Florida. I don't Colorado know. had one. Colorado did. Yep, Nashville they won mm-hmm. two to one, and then the next game they put up seven again. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's like, it's one of those things where they just teams seem to score in bunches. And like you said, I mean, mm-hmm. I think with the NHL, like, what is the difference between six to two and seven to two? Who cares? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, you're good for some over betters. Yeah. I guess if you haven't hit the over already, but I think at that point that's kind of why the scoring does seem a little quote unquote off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nothing to lose. So. No. Not at all. But, yeah, I, I mean, other than that Colorado series, all of them are pretty close. I mean, who do, do you think that there is an underdog team that you've seen so far that could go further than we originally thought? 
even just last week? Um, I think the Penguins are playing very good. I mm-hmm. think uh, obviously they have some. They have Crosby, Malkin. They have Getzel, who's a very good player, and they just have some other good guys. And they were a three seed technically against the Rangers, mm-hmm. and they were able to steal one from them on the road. So I mean, it's. There, potentially, could they beat... I mean, Carolina and Boston has been a great series. Boston's looked very yeah. good, and Carolina hasn't really looked that dominant besides the first game. I think they did dominate in the first game, and then all of a sudden, it's like they just yeah. turned it on. Yeah. But I think Pittsburgh could make a little run. I think the Lightning are kind of showing why they are back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. They're putting up a good fight. and then mm-hmm. that, that series has been crazy because it's been super dominated by one, and then the next game, the, next, the other team is wins by three or four goals yeah and i think it's like you said it's kind of crazy it's like they win by a lot and then apparently last week they knew we bet on them and then they lose yeah or they only win by one i mean yeah. it's yeah. it's crazy but i think that series too with the washington capitals and florida panthers like capitals have shown they're kind of yeah they're kind of being a brick wall which is good and then the vets yeah the really vets and then obviously dallas calgary i mean if dallas can pull off that yeah it's pretty good Dallas was going to be my pick. They, I mean, if they beat Calgary, then I think that, I mean, L.A. and Edmonton are going at it, so yeah. you never really I mean, know I will that, say but. this, and you said this. Edmonton, Connor McDavid is fun to watch. I mean, yeah. I don't watch a lot of hockey. I've watched some playoffs just because to see how the bets are going when I probably shouldn't have watched them. I just wasted my time last week. But <laughs> Connor McDavid on the ice is insane. Well... Josh said it last week. Yeah, He's like, he yeah. plays in a different speed. And then literally First game, that yeah. night, yeah. it was like he was on speed 10 and everybody else was at 2. I mean, there's a, the Just amount of times. skated around everybody. Oh, 100%. The amount of times that he gets the puck. At his own blue line, and just looks like he just takes off and then goes everybody else's line change. You know, he's like, oh, I got this guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, about it. yeah. And he's, I mean, he's obviously one of the best players in the NHL, but it's just crazy to watch him. I mean, it's just crazy, but it's fun to watch. Like I said, and yeah, so I think that I, that, that is an interesting series though with the Kings. You know, mm-hmm. Kings have a lot of depth, experience, and Jonathan Quick and goal. But I mean. Who do you think, what is your one team I think that you, like you said, could could make a push? Not necessarily an upset, but just could kind of make a push. Because Colorado seems like they're going to walk through maybe to the finals, but I think at least the next round. But who do you think could make a push to the Stanley Cup? Well, I think Dallas has been looking good mm-hmm. to get to the finals at least. The the Western Conference finals. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, the whole, the whole, what is that, is that considered the East? Yeah, I so. Yeah. I mean, every series is so close, it's it's kind of tough to tell. Right. I just think it's it's crazy. I mean, it is. And I think going into these playoffs, I mean, not being a huge, huge hockey guy, I think these playoffs do kind of show just how transparent the league is and how close it really is up and down the ladder. Yeah. I mean, you look at it, and it's like all these series are so close, and it just seems like every game is going to be decided by one goal, maybe. Yeah, well, that's what happened. I mean, Josh mentioned it last week. You mm-hmm. know, like a team can get a couple bounces here or there, and that can be the difference in a game. And that might be all that a team needs to get momentum going forward. And then they win another one. Yeah. Or they steal the one at uh, when they're away, and then they they're able to win the first one at home, and now they're up two one or th- or three zero, and then it's like okay, well. Now they only have to win one out of the next three games. Right. You know, and so hockey's a, a sport where all you need is a couple bounces and your goal to be playing well, and, and that can be the series. Right. You know, whereas other sports like basketball or football, like the better teams typically figure it out. You know, like in football, if, if a team gets stuffed in the whole first quarter, typically by second half or or even the second quarter, like they start to figure it out. Oh yeah, you know, same thing with basketball. There's so many points that the the better teams typically figure it out. But hockey, I mean, all you need is a couple bounces. So yeah, and like you said, I mean, if you have a goaltender who, I mean, you look at even the Wild series. I mean, the goaltender can make a huge difference. And then mm-hmm. you, I mean, earlier this week, uh, Maple Leafs Lightning. You they were I remember watching it and they were interviewing the Lightning coach and he was like. Yeah, to be honest, we're playing great, but we we literally scored on our second shift. That's going to help every game. I mean, <laughs> if you score in the second within the two minutes of the game, yeah. I mean, the momentum and everything, and then it just seems like once these teams have the lead, they're so good no matter what. But like with the lead, they're just so like, huh? 
we got the lead. Let's just we're free. Let's play. Mm-hmm. Like no worries. But yeah, yeah. I think a good goalie definitely goes a long way. Yeah. Um, definitely. I definitely think it's one of those things. Like you said, in the NBA, the good teams usually just kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then obviously. I mean, just going back to your NFL point, I mean, remember, what was it, two years ago with the Chiefs in the playoffs? They were down like 21-0 yeah. to somebody it's random, and then all of a sudden they scored 45 points or something. I mean, yeah. so yeah, good teams usually in those. But it's yeah. fun to watch the NHL. I mean, it is fun to watch. Like I said, I really don't watch a ton of hockey during the year. I just mm-hmm. I just don't. But Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Um, anything else? Uh, not with the NHL. Let's move on MLB a little bit. Just yeah. see what's going on. and. Yeah, you got the uh, what teams are looking good? Well, I think I think to be honest, I think when we uh, in our, I think we made a futures bet or set our favorite futures bet, and I think both of us kind of agreed that the Twins over wins of I think it was eighty one or eighty two. Eighty one and a half. Eighty one and a half. So that was eighty two. That's yeah. yours. Yep. That's looking. I mean, they're looking pretty good. Obviously, they've had. Um, a lot of close games, which they've been able to win, which is fantastic because we usually don't win those. And, mm-hmm. um, but I just think it comes down to you play 162 games. You got to have guys that can play that step in. Step in. It seems yeah. like Buxton's getting hurt quite a bit. Which Buxton, Correa. Yeah. I mean, Correa. are you serious? Yeah. The thing about Correa is it's almost like it's a blessing in disguise because now we get to see what Royce Lewis can do. Mm-hmm. And Buxton, I. It's just, I think with Buxton's, it's almost like they're going to play it every year like that, where it's, hey, he's a little hurt. What do you want to do? And they're like, okay, well, this is our future. Yeah. Like, we're going to take it easy, just chill. Which is fine by me. I mean, the only thing is, it's crazy. People don't mention it, but like, Miguel Snow's been hurt. No one cares. I mean, <laughs> I know. And no offense to him. I mean, no offense, but it's just like Miguel Snow's hurt and nobody mentions it. Yeah. And so I just think it's, it's one of those things when you look at the Twins, like, has our starting pitching been great? It's been pretty good. I mean, we've held yeah, teams to pretty, pretty to pretty low, yeah, and we've just we've won those close games. Like we have good guys on the back end, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. We usually don't have that. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like when we used to have a lead, it'd be like, oh shit, the Twins. Who's that young guy, Durant, Durant, or whatever? Yeah, he throws a hundred. Yeah, he's been pitching. Well, which is crazy, is because the guy we got rid of, uh, Gratterall, he yeah. throws a hundred. He's on the Dodgers. He's doing pretty. He's their closer now, and they're yes. obviously. They're another team that's obviously been the number one in the National League. Yeah, I mean they'll be. I mean they have a cakewalk. I mean not a cakewalk, but they'll be. They'll be at the top. Why is their division always so bad? This year it's not though. Oh, you're talking because in the West the Padres are very good. Oh, they are. Rockies good. are good. Giants are good. Why do they have a cakewalk good. then? I'm saying they have a cakewalk to the playoffs because I think truthfully by the end they'll have over 105. They'll have over 100 wins. I think they'll be close to 105. And like we said at the beginning, I think there will probably only be one or two teams that have that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at it right now too, like the Who Yankees did we say are originally dominating. Dodgers and Yankees. I think the Yankees were up there. I think the Blue Jays were close. Oh yeah, the Blue Jays. Mets are playing well. I mean, this is the thing. What's crazy about the Mets is the Mets are probably seven, eight, nine, ten games over five hundred, and Jacob Degrom hasn't even stepped on the field yet, and he's the best pitcher in the MLB. You think he is? Yes, hundred percent, hands down. He's the best pitcher, and they have Max Scherzer. They have all these guys, and it's. Yeah. I mean, they're just playing well, and I don't know. I think there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of time left. The Twins are playing very well. Our division isn't great. Not playing well. Not playing well, That's but I good. mean, well, you look at it, like the Boston Red Sox. Like the Red Sox are well below five hundred. Yeah, it's they the Boston st- Red Sox. Yeah. They stink. Yeah, they're not good. And Chris Sale, who their dominant pitcher, just got put back onto the IL because he's a little hurt. So. I don't know. I think the thing is, you just got to have that happy medium with people. And, like, it's a long season, so could this change? Sure. It's good to see. Makes yeah. people go to the Twins games, which is great to see. But, yeah, I think the Dodgers will compete for a World Series. I think they're one of those teams that every single year they, they well, play. It doesn't matter because they have so much money. Oh, 100%. But it's, it's crazy to watch them, too. Even old guys like Clayton Kershaw's renewed. He's very good this year. Yeah. I mean, so, he's always been good in the record season. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, the Angels are fun to watch. They're a very fun team to watch with. Trout is obviously very good, and Shohei's dominant. Yeah. I mean, if you're a, you're a pitcher who literally strikes out 11 Boston Red Sox guys, and then you're also two for four from the plate, you hit three for your team. What is this, Little League? Like, that's literally <laughs> your best play. That's the coach's son. <laughs> that's literally the coach's son. Like, hey, go out there, throw seven innings. You're good. And then you'll hit three. 
Yeah. They're an MLB guy. Well, it's Little League, and they're playing a t-ball team in the Red Sox right now. So. Yeah, still professional baseball. Hey, just saying. <laughs> just saying. But no, I agree. I think I think it will be fun to watch. I think uh, it's good to see Minnesota teams kind of stepping up. It's fun to see. So, yeah, I agree. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Should be fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's uh, let's put a wrap on that. But we're gonna yeah. roll right into top five ballpark foods, considering we just talked about MLB. Mm-hmm. Going to Twins games, the weather's starting to get nicer here. Um, Probably one of the most fun summer events is a Twins game. Definitely. I mean, buy the cheap seats, stand in the by the bar up top in center field. And yeah. You're set for the whole game. Yep. Enjoy the sun because that's the side that the sun hits. Exactly. Usually. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Um, so top five ballpark foods. You want me to start it off? Yes. You want me to go all five? Yes. Okay. So number five, I'll go five to one. Okay. So you got that five to one? Yeah. Number five, chicken tendies and fries. Number four, pretzel salted with cheese. A pretzel at a ball game, if it's soft with cheese, dominant. I don't think I've ever seen you get that. I don't really get food at these <laughs> games. But I'm saying when if you're going to get food and you're hungry. That's all you need to know, folks. Nachos. Nachos are very good. Well, if we put alcohol in here. All right. Well, anyways. yeah. <laughs> Number two, the obvious hot dog. Number one, just speaking for the people, if you're a kid, I've never got. Well, I used to get this when I was a kid. Ice cream in a baseball cap. Mm. Dominant. There's something about it. There's something about it where it's in that baseball cap. And then they're like, oh, you got to take the baseball cap home when you think you're sick when you're a little kid and it's like a plastic hat. Yeah. yeah. And then your parents are like, Throw it away. why did you get this? Yeah, we're going to have to watch this five <laughs> times. We don't need this. Yeah, like we have so many bowls at home. We don't need this messy cup. But yep. it's good. Uh, the twins actually have a chicken tender in a, in a uh, catcher's hat. What? Yeah. Like a catcher's helmet? Yeah, catcher's helmet. What? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. You get more fries and you get like one or two more chicken tenders. I will say I do love how the MLB or a lot of these stadiums are kind of trying to expand with these. It seems like it's almost like the state fair. Every There's year. some that are crazy. Well, I think we saw it. There was a, there was a pizza burger. Mm-hmm. It's 25 bucks and it's like a piece, two pieces of pizza instead of the buns of a burger. Yeah, just a massive Oh my thing. God. Yeah. Talk about cholesterol. <laughs> oh, big health guy over here. <laughs> um, okay, so... Mine five to one. Go yeah, five. Top yeah. five. So starting at five, I had personal pizza. Personal pizza, yeah. The yeah, little pizza just like stuff. the little the little guy. Yep. That was a big Metrodome thing. Yeah, that was that was a young kid thing for me. I mean, these are all young kids. Four, <laughs> not not necessarily. Uh, four is seeds. Okay. Yeah, pretty generic there. Then I went dome dog, specifically from the Metrodome. Compete it. Yeah. What was it a dollar on Wednesdays or something? I don't know, but it. I don't know. It just. They t- were massive. It just tasted better. Yeah. Well, you'd go up there, and like every if there was fifty people, forty nine people were getting dome dogs. And, and they, they were just fucking. They, they were just already. They're already <laughs> in the tin foil. In the tin foil. <laughs> and so when you open them, the bun was like all mushy. wet. Oh yeah. And, and you go over the condiment thing and push it down <laughs> on it, and then you put it back in the tin foil. Yeah. Oh, the Metrodome had some mems for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. You'd think, like, somebody, it was, like, literally, like, hey, it's your week to work the hot dog stand. It's Dome Dog Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. You got to get here an hour early and just pack these things. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to sell out of them very easily. And you know they're just piping hot when they're putting them in the tin oh. foil. So and they're big, though. They're big. They're like a jumbo the, dog. The bun is just all wet and mushy. I do think they have, a, at Target Field now, they have, like, a jumbo dog. Mm. Definitely not a dollar. But it's, no, no, it's no. big. But it's, I think it's similar to that. Inflation, but they, dude. Yeah, dude. By this time, it should be. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's gonna be eight bucks, bucks. Yeah. eight to ten bucks. Um, okay, so number two, I went saucer ice cream. That was that in the cap you're talking, or just in general saucer? Just in general. Just in general. Yeah, I don't need the cap because I got more than I needed <laughs> when I was younger of those. Um, and then number one is the chicken tendy basket. Dude, chicken tendy smack. Because that's that's what I get most frequently. Like if I'm getting food at the game, like I went a couple weeks ago, and that's what I got: chicken, chicken tenders. tenders and fries. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think the chicken tenders is the most wholesome because you actually get a good, a lot of food. Yeah. I mean, a hot dog is one of those almost. It's just like a staple. So fast. It, We're at, yeah. You're done with it so quick. Fast, and I mean, it's just it's one of those things where I feel like I never. I only get relish 
Ugh. At the twins at a twins game. I don't know Gross. why, but then it was like one of those dome dock things, and then ketchup relish, you wrap it in. That's nasty. Well, I mean, no, mustard is nasty if we're talking nasty condiments, but do you get relish anywhere else? That's what I'm saying. No. So you haven't gotten it in. I haven't gotten it in a while. Years. I actually haven't gotten a hot dog at a twins game. Probably, well, obviously the last few years have been a little. Do you do but. you uh, when you get ketchup? Do you get the three pack of the ketchup and the relish and the another ketchup? What do you mean the three pack? Like you can get at the grocery store. There's ones where you can get the big ketchup, or there's others where you can get like the three pack where you get the ketchup, the mustard, and the relish. No, because what's crazy is at home, I don't really eat ketchup. Oh. I don't also. Oh, really you eat have, barbecue. Oh, sauce. barbecue sauce is yeah. top tier. That's. True. I mean, barbecue sauce, and we're talking con. We're, we'll get into this. Later. Yeah, let's do that. Condiments is literally ranch and barbecue sauce. We can top. do that. Yeah, that's next later. Time. But I do think. I mean, I think it's. I think it's one of those things where, that's what's so nice about Twins games is. You can go get a quick hot dog. And that's why if you're standing in center field, you get a hot dog, you get a beer, and you go stand up there by that little podium, mm-hmm. and you have a place to put your food. Yeah. You have a place to sit your beer. And it's not a bad view. No, it's a great view. So, yeah, I, I will. I do love I do love Twins games. I think Twins games are so fun. And Yeah, we'll have to go sometimes. Yeah, the Metrodome. I don't really, I'll be honest, Metrodome, looking back on it, was brutal. No, yeah. I mean, Target Field, the best part about it is you get the open air, you get the sun, you get the That's good baseball. vibes. That's baseball. Yeah. I mean, I do I do miss a tar- uh, the Metrodome where you'd walk out and the wind would be so high that it would blow you out of those doors. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. That was fun. That's crazy. All right, Dave. Good episode. Wait, here's our last question. Oh. Brat right. or hot dog guy? Just in general. Brat. Brat. Jalapeno cheddar, to be exact. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hot dogs are just so small. Yeah. I will say... I. I do kind of like the brat because it has like that extra stuff. Like there's like stuff inside the brats usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And I they're bigger. They are bigger. They are bigger. Toast the bun. Never forget. Toast the bun. Do you put your condiments on before or after the, the brat? Hot topic. Oh, you're saying like the one once it's all ready? Yeah. Um, I put it on after. Mm-hmm. I know that's very debatable, but. Well, I, I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a typical answer. Yeah, I will be honest. I think uh, if I put it on before, I would put way too much on. Mm. And then it would just smear over and it's like, no, you, I want... See, here's the thing is I want a brat or I want a hot dog or a brat with a little ketchup. I don't want ketchup with a side of brat. It actually is probably more likely that if you put it on top, then you would put too much on. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, near, no, no. We'll do an experiment one day. But if it's underneath, then... It just sits right into it and it gets all hot. I know, but then I put the thing in and it just kind of goes everywhere. Yeah. Topic for debate. Yeah, we'll just... But... <laughs> Let's that was see good though. Day. Top five. I mean, though, that food just made me want to go to a Twins game tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, that was that was good. And we're doing condiments. Yeah, probably condiments next, in the future. Probably next week. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, let us know your favorite uh, top five foods or just any foods you like to get at Ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh if there's any different ones, especially. Yep. Sip and sports on Twitter and then Instagram also. Same thing. Same thing for sure. Slide in the DMs, do whatever. We appreciate it also. Yep. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace. Peace.